welcome to the What I Love About Men podcast. I'm your host, Steph Ganowski. After having multiple negative experiences with men, I started to believe all men were toxic. That is, until a few male strangers challenged my belief completely. This made me realize that a major problem with men in relationships stems from the fact that most men don't really love themselves or pay enough attention to their own strengths. I want to change that. Now I'm on a mission to help men thrive mentally, emotionally, physically, and sexually in their relationships with themselves and with women. So stay tuned and see how my passion can help you as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on the What I Love About Men podcast. Today's episode is differentiating aggressiveness and assertiveness because I often have guys come to me asking me what the difference is and they're not sure if they're expressing themselves as assertive, which is what they want to do, or aggressive, which is what they definitely don't want to do. And there's there's a fine line between these two. You can easily slip into aggression when you're trying to be assertive, but not not knowing completely what assertive is or means. So I want to give you that clarity right now, right here. Let's go. So aggressive, I'm going to pull out some definitions here. Aggressive behavior may involve communicating in a demanding, abrasive, or even hostile way with others. Aggressive people typically are insensitive to others' rights and feelings and will attempt to obtain what they want through intimidation. Aggressiveness succeeds by sheer force, creating enemies and conflict along the way. It often puts others on the defensive, leading them to withdraw or fight back rather than cooperate. So I want to give you an example of an aggressive behavior in communication. So, for example, let's say that someone was telling you an aggressive way of telling someone you want a particular assignment at work would be something like, that assignment has my name written on it. If you so much as look at the boss when she brings it up during the staff meeting, you're going to regret it. All right, that's aggressive. That's hostile. That's kind of like threatening. You know what I mean? And guys will do this in their relationships with their female partners, not really knowing how how it can scare her, (laughs) like freak her out, and how it can make him look like a total asshole. And that's that's what makes that's what leads you guys into that controlling behavior, which you don't want to do. So, you know, a lot of guys will say things like, you know, do that again, see what happens. And even if it's a joke, you know, um, I mean, if it's a joke, it's different. Make it very obvious it's a joke if it is. But guys will say this normally, say things like that. And that's not okay. All right. That's aggressive. That's making her have a little bit of fear in you. That's making her lack trust in you. It really doesn't help you at all to have a type of threat and aggression come through your communication. All right. No one wants to be around that type of person and you're just going to end up controlling your partner. Let's go to, let's go to assertiveness. So the definition of assertive behavior, um, which is in contrast, obviously to the above described styles involves asking for what you want or saying no in a simple direct fashion that the that does not negate, attack, or manipulate anyone else. You communicate your feelings and needs honestly and directly while maintaining respect and consideration for others. You stand up for yourself and your rights without apologizing or feeling guilty. So it involves taking responsibility for getting your own needs met in a way that preserves the dignity of other people. Others feel comfortable when you're assertive because they know where you stand. They respect you for your honesty and forthrightness. 
instead of a demanding or commanding, um, instead of demanding or commanding, an assertive statement makes a simple direct request, such as, I would really like that assignment, or I hope the boss decides to give that particular assignment to me. So see the difference there? You're being direct, you're stating what you want, but you're also respectful of those around you. So that's the example that came with what I'm reading here. But think about it in your romantic relationship. If you were to be um, assertive over the fact that maybe she did something that that um, didn't make you feel good or maybe embarrass you, and instead of using the aggressive example of do that again and see what happens, let's pull back and look at the way of assertively communicating in that instance. So if you were assertive, you would say something like, I really don't appreciate you doing that, and if you do that again, I'm just going to leave, and you could be on your own for the rest of the night. All right, so you're stating a consequence. You're being very... um, You know, you're being very clear over what you want, but you're also giving that person freedom, right? We talked about in the boundaries episode, which I think was the last episode. You're giving her the freedom, so you're not controlling. You're just like, if you do that again, I'm going to go do this. It's not a threat. It's just saying, all right, like, I see you doing that, but if it happens again, I can't, I can't handle that. Like, I can't, or I won't accept that is more like it. All right, so you're very clear. Sorry, I keep sniffling, guys. (laughs) Um, I'm actually kind of nervous. I'm I'm catching a flight in like an hour, so I get a little nervous for flights. All right, so (laughs) apparently I sniff a lot. I promise I'm not doing anything bad. All right, so what I wanted to share also in um, this packet I found based around assertiveness, it was interesting because it has assertive rights in it. And this is something that we don't really pay attention to, our assertive rights. And especially the men I talk to have a lot of self-worth issues where it's like, you know, I don't know if I can do that. Or if I do that, doesn't that mean I'm like too sensitive or too feminine? Or, you know, I'm supposed to be the man of the household. I can't just pull back and take care of myself. And you have all these weird beliefs um, that lead to self deprecation in a way where you're not respecting your own needs and you're not being assertive to stand up for those needs. So I thought this was a really cool um, list of rights that I want to read to you and they're called the assertive rights. So here we go. I have the right to, and this is something by the way, that you can fast forward to this part if you need to remind yourself of these rights, because I think they're really powerful and sometimes you need a reminder of them. And, uh, Yeah, you could listen to my voice again, reminding you of your assertive rights. I have the right to say no. I have the right to be competent and proud of my accomplishments. I have the right to feel anger and express anger. I have the right to be treated as a capable human being. I have the right to make mistakes and be responsible for them. I have the right to change a situation. I have the right to say, I don't know, I don't agree, and I don't understand. I have the right to be treated with respect. I have the right to express my needs, opinions, thoughts, ideas, and feelings. I have the right to judge my own behavior and be responsible for it. I have the right to take pride in my body and define attractiveness in my own terms. I have the right to have a support system. I have the right to be myself and have a separate identity. I have the right to structure my own time priorities. 
I have the right to request help and receive information from others. I have the right to ask and not assume. I have the right to have privacy. I have the right to say I'm not willing to accept that responsibility. I have the right to be imperfect. I have the right to grow, learn, change, and value my age and experience. I have the right to recognize my needs as important. Okay, guys, so that's a list of assertive rights. And whenever you feel like you're maybe in your relationship, especially, and you're being constantly just thrown on the back burner and your needs are not seen as valuable or important, or maybe you're neglecting yourself, I want you to listen to these assertive rights again and remind yourself that you deserve these things and you have the right to have these things. Okay? You deserve the right to say no. You deserve the right to speak your mind about something. You deserve the right to feel angry and be able to share that feeling and express it. All right? Because it's not good to hold it in. And a lot of men especially will hold it in and then it just leads to resentment and maybe even more dangerous or violent anger that comes from all that holding in. So this is just a quick podcast for you guys. I had a crazy morning and then I uh, realized I'm not going to be in the best shape after a flight to do a podcast. <laughs> so I wanted to just do a short one for you, just if differentiating aggression with assertiveness. And I hope that that helped you. I hope that you realize, you know, aggression you want to think of hostile, threatening, anger, um, demeaning, dominating, controlling, that type of that type of vibe that it gives off when you're aggressive. Okay? And maybe even if, maybe you, you find that yourself <laughs> maybe you find yourself being aggressive and call yourself out in the moment. It's okay to do that. You know, if you're being aggressive with your partner and then you catch yourself being aggressive, don't just like awkwardly walk away or don't just like keep going with it. If you acknowledge, if you see yourself doing it, just stop and pause and say, hey, I just realized I was getting aggressive there and I don't want to do that. So apologize about that. But, you know, I want to stand for what I believe in here and this is what I believe. So and then go to assertiveness from there. Assertiveness is a respectable expression of yourself. And when you're aggressive, you're in this place of not really respecting yourself or the other person, okay? Because you don't want to be in this state of hostility, making others uncomfortable or being a controlling douchebag. (laughs) Like, I'm sure you don't want that. So it's not helping you and it's not helping the other person. But when you're assertive, assertiveness feels good. So if you're standing up for yourself and stating your belief and stating a consequence or something you're not okay with and then setting a boundary, like that should feel good for you. It shouldn't feel like, oh, I'm an asshole for doing this. It should feel like, wow, I'm actually standing up for myself. This feels good. Wow, I'm actually setting a boundary with this person who's been disrespecting me for the last 10 years. Wow, holy shit, I'm finally doing it. That feels good. And then you notice people respect you because when you communicate in a respectful way, but it's very structured and straightforward, straightforward is what I mean. Like very, when you're respectable and straightforward, people respect you because they're like, okay, I get it. Like he was so clear with me and he also didn't make me feel like shit. Like he was just super clear. So, all right, I get it. I see it. 
And then people follow through because they understand it, you know? And when you bring in negative emotion and you're controlling and scaring the other person, they're not going to listen to you because they're in that defense mode. Like the definition said, it puts people in defense mode. So they become defensive and they can't hear you because if you're in defense, if you're in defense mode, you're not listening. You're just protecting yourself, right? It's a survival mechanism. So in order to get people listening, you have to go in calm, calm and confident, but assertive. So you're calm. You're not threatening. You're just saying, yo, here's how it's going to be. And if that happens again, I'm going to do this. Bam, that's it. All right. Understand? Yeah, understood. Okay, cool. That's it. That's an assertive communication. So ask yourself right now in your relationship when you get, when you have, when you're having tough conversations, do you find yourself getting more aggressive? Do you find yourself more assertive? And why? All right. And maybe ask yourself if you're more on the aggression angle. Ask yourself, how can I be more assertive next time? And practice it. This is something I was talking in my Insta story yesterday was uh, rehearse. You know, if you're very aggressive right now, you know, maybe you have anger management issues or something. If you're aggressive and you don't want to be, you want to be assertive, then practice in the mirror. You know, look at yourself and use the body language you want to use in an argument or a tough conversation because they're going to keep happening. You're going to keep having arguments with your partner. You're going to have, you know, tough conversations always, always. They're not going to just go away forever. So you want to be prepared for the next one. And if you're in a repetitive or aggressive state, when it comes to these types of communications, practice being assertive. Okay, how do I want to appear to her? How do I want to feel when I'm speaking to her, getting my point across? How do I want to feel when I'm setting a boundary? How do I want to look? What tone do I want to use? What pitch? And practice something, some things in the mirror. You know, speak out loud. When she's not home, have a conversation and practice it. Because the more you practice, the more it's going to be in your body and the more your body is going to adapt to that new style of communicating so that when the moment happens, that's the style you use. Right. And I was saying in my Insta stories too, I was like, it's funny because like if we have a speech to give for work or something, we practice, we practice the speech so that we appear the way we want to and that we speak the way we want to and we use the words we want to use. And when it comes to our relationship, we'll know we're going into a really difficult conversation, but we don't practice. We don't rehearse when we should, because it helps, you know, think of, think of last time you practiced something and how much that practice helped you rehearse in the mirror and rehearse being assertive and saying what you want to say in moments that are difficult for you. That is it guys. I'm going to go hop on a plane and probably sweat. I don't know. I used I used to not be. I finally got over my fear of flying, and now all of a sudden I like get a little a little nervous here and there. So I think it's leaving my family too. But anyway, all right, I'm gonna bounce. Have an amazing morning, evening, or night wherever you are in the world, and I'll talk to you guys soon.